welcome to another edition of Queer State of Mind. I am joined by Sadu. We are here. We are queer, so get used to it. We have a whole lot of stuff coming up. We have other folks coming in soon. Uh, so yeah, pull up and enjoy another episode of Queer State of Mind, not live on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. girl hi how are you i'm good how are you i'm all right girl i'm okay i i i shouldn't complain i mean but you can though if you want i can (laughs) i mean but you know i don't have a problem with that but yeah yeah i'm okay i'm okay you know it just it actually just hit me a moment ago you know about yeah well we'll talk i'll let you lead the conversation because i don't know oh no no yeah yeah Um, well, let's start off with our feature track of the week, and then we'll dive right in the conversation. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we're, we're, you know, since I'm the host, I'm, you know, I like to play my eclectic music. Um, so <laughs> play some K-pop yeah. this week. Um, so Lisa, who is one of the, who's a rapper of Blackpink, you know, the the major uh, K-pop group, uh, girl group, uh, she just released her first solo like single. Um, it's called La Lisa. So, really, uh, La Lisa. La Lisa. Gosh, that's, that's actually her real name. So her, her real oh, name La Lisa. Is La Lisa. So oh, okay. I was about to be like, well, that's very different. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's so cute. It's a cute little track. Um, just came out last week, and I see Sam's here. Hey, Sam. Hi, Samantha. Hi. Thank you, baby. We're so okay. good to have you back. Oh, yes. I missed you, beautiful booze. I missed you so much. We missed you too. Ooh. Thanks, Miss Delta, for that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's been ruining everything. It's also yeah. a he or a she. How do we? I feel like it's a she. Yeah, I think Delta. So She's moving. Yeah, yes. it's a she. yeah, yeah. The male version when I came in, like kill half the world and it would have been fine. The women have to yeah. make you struggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Am I lying? <laughs> Am I lying? The, Am I the, lying? The, the, the woman has to make sure that you understand exactly what she means in every variant she presents it at. <laughs> and then she'll leave you alone. <laughs> fair. That's very fair. I love it. Delta is very much a woman. Yeah. All uh, of them. All of them, really. All of them, really. They're oh, one also, woman. <laughs> also maybe the man. The other ones were like, Boop, nope. Yeah. Mind you. Um, great. So yeah, it was good. Okay, so we're going to play the feature track. Um, so it's La Lisa by Lisa from Blackpink. Um, you listen to Queer State of Mind, not live, and we'll be back after this song plays. Yes. 
song already ended so good what y'all think of that oh you're muted both y'all yes yeah yeah yes yes so it was okay it was cute I, yeah i feel like every major producer from the late 90s and early 2000s got dropped in japan because it is very dated <laughs> korea sir but yeah korea i'm sorry no no korea why let's K-pop. Because you showed me a lot of Japanese stuff. That's why I was thinking that. So oh, he's not okay. been trying to be funny okay. to the listeners. Yeah. No, Micah shows me a lot of Japanese pop artists because they live in Japan. So I just got confused. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, actually, our throwback track is the one who's Japanese. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's, 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 what, it's what they do. I mean, right. you know, that's their yeah. thing. You know, in that sense. You feel they work for the intended audience. You know, young yes. girls. That's, that's what I mean. Oh, shade. <laughs> I mean, that's good. It's a nine to fifteen year, yeah. Like that's the intent. Like you can tell from the, the arrangement of the music, it's intended for. You are children. absolutely right. It is. It has a little bit more of a, uh, uh immaturity to it. But Micah mm-hmm. is also a fifteen-year-old white girl, so that's why he loves it. <laughs> <Facts. 
that's, that's, that's no shade. I mean, that's not we said this on here before. You know, that's no shade. They're all things we like. You know, I like some old people music like I'm 85. You know, so. Right. Can you imagine but, popping to that when we're like 70? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Girl. Right now, the other day, I was watching a little bit of MTV Awards. I had to be, I was like, who's that? Who's that? That who's happened that? a lot. Who's that? that Which little one is this? Little dirt? Little chicken? Little salmon? Little <laughs> tilapia? I don't know, child. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was like, that's the thing with the VMAs. So I was like, I mean, like the, the, I mean, we'll definitely talk about this in the show, but like, I was like, oh, I know some of like the, the, the big ones, but then all these other ones, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Like, why should I be paying attention to this like random starlet couple who are like Instagram influencers? Like, I don't. I don't. I think as millennials, like, are we at this point where we just have to acknowledge that, like, a lot of this pop culture stuff isn't for us anymore? Like, we've aged out of the being the group that's that they sell pop culture to. Oh yeah, you definitely have. I think so. I think we're officially the Gen X of our age. Like, you know, like when that. Yeah. Like we're that now. Uh, Well, I I have a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> I really don't focusing on anything. They could keep their wide-legged jeans. They could keep their middle parts. Like they can do that because they are missing out on all the good music and stuff that we had. But can we talk about the wide-legged jeans for one second? Like when that come yeah. back? Like you know, I feel like late '90s, early 2000s fashion has come back. And I remember in the 2000s, like early 2000s, like flare pants were hot, and all those like those wide legged cargo pants that had like the three section, the three sections that you can unzip it. It's a, it's a, it's yes. a free. Yeah. You unzip it again. It's a shorts. Remember <laughs> <laughs> those? I, I mean, like they have people right now. Some girl got on uh, TikTok the other day. Well, you know, I'm older than these girls over here, so I remember Miss Blakey and uh, Justin used to be a Pacific somewhere girl in them Janko jeans. Then the girls have it with a puka shell um, necklace oh, and her metal. No. Oh, girl, yes. I used to wear my auto pump, the one I had a heel about five inches. Like, oh, nineties were nineties were a good time. They were a great time, except for the eights. But it was great. So that's what, that's what the babies are doing. Yeah, they're they're bringing that back up, resurrecting it, and it's our job as you know their elders to support them in their journey. However, that's our role is to support them. We're not part of it. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're that's elders. Yeah, that's okay. Are, we had our time. Are, we had you our guys time. are elders now. Remember, you used to laugh at me, Micah. We, we now have COVID, huh? You're an elder now, girl. You're elder gay. I'm, I'm an elder yeah, gay. Our age group, me and Micah specifically, we are called the Elder Millennials. Oh, really? Oh, shoot. Yeah. I don't know so that. Technically, I'm a younger Gen X. <laughs> 42. I'm going to go with that. The oldest millennial was born in 1981. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you guys are, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're in that elder yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. We're like we're like what are um, we called again? The people that are in between, the one that we're not Gen X because we're like the girls between 70, 77, 80. I'm 79. Oh. Yeah, it's like we're in between. We're in between oh, we're half of y'all and half of half half of you guys and half of millennials. Half of millennials and half of Gen X. Because right. we got to we we got the best of both worlds. We got to have the modern world, you know, because we're young enough, and we got to have the older world because we remember. You know, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. old. oh well, whatever. The world just keeps on moving without us, hasn't it? <laughs> it it's a cruelty of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. Like, uh, so I've been rewatching True Blood <laughs> recently. 
I had started rewatching it, then I stopped because it, I, I was getting too emotionally invested again. Yes, I, I am too. I'm watching season two and I'm like, Tara, what are you doing? <laughs> I think Tara dirty though. Like Tara's character was just. <sighs> I've seen that show like twice. It's so, it's. it's... I don't like gore. Oh, yeah, a lot of Tara's girls. character got the Bonnie treatment. Remember Bonnie in Vampire Diaries and how she was treated? And it's like, a, there's so many think pieces about it. Oh, This is what's so crazy about what you guys are talking about because I was in college during Vampire Diaries. So I'm just like, yes, you bitches, I'm older than y'all. Because you're like, oh, remember that? I'm like, girl, no, I don't. Wait, That's wait, too old. Really? Was I, no, but no, you have to be older. Vampire I think Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries came out later, didn't it? What was it? Yeah. Uh, November, there's like on UPN. No, it was on CW, right? CW. Oh. Was it? Yeah. It was on the Urban so, Network. Hold on. I can uh, look the only black character really on the show who was like the witch, she her character was treated poorly from literally the beginning to the end. And the actress herself who played her was also treated poorly. Oh, really? Of- yeah. It's like, oh, there are so many thing pieces about it. But um, wow. I feel like Tara's character was kind of given like the Bonnie treatment, like where they just kept throwing her all over. Oh, no, you are right. It was later. I believe started- that. No, she never had nine. They, they, they kept continuously putting her in bad situations. And it's like, Right. Why would you add to a character if she's a black woman? Um, but like I brought that up, I, I brought up True Blood because uh, so one of the things with True Blood is like they uh, when they talk about like I, I don't know if they talk about in the in the book series or in the TV show, but they talk about how like when people when folks turn to vampires, they uh, they like the music that they start, they were listening to when they were born <laughs> or whatever when like their time. So like you have like vampires from like that were like, like, like turned in like 1800s who like they only listen to music from the 1800s and they dress like that because that's what they prefer. Because <laughs> that's what they're, that's what oh. they like. Like, fuck, like they're like, I ain't gonna adjust this modern stuff. I'm like, just how it was then. So I was just like, I was just thinking about the fact that like, if we were vampires, it's like, oh, like I would be stuck listening to music from like 2005. <laughs> oh God. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, Remote. that's crazy. Vamp- oh, Vampire Diaries, by the way, was two- on 2009. So, Mm-hmm. I was out of college and um, in the working world and performing all that. So, like, so what show were you referring to? That what vampire show were you listening watching when, when you were in college? Girl, I did not watch vampire shows. Girl, would you like to? What was I watching in college? Were you thinking of Buffy? Oh yeah, uh, Buffy, I watched right? a little. I watched a little Buffy, but I wasn't big on Buffy. I was big on like Stargate. Um, and I watch. I can't. Oh go, my God! I've done too many drugs. I cannot. I not remember what Ooh. show I was watching in the nineties. Oh, you know what? No, no. Take that back. I watch a lot of MTV. Ooh. Did you watch like... um... They didn't have shows. No, no. It's before shows. Before shows. It's actual music video. There's TRL, uh, 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 Cindy Crawford, uh, model. What's her show? She had a model show. This was when it was all music videos in this little real world. Loved the real world. Oh, yeah. So I I was really like that kid that could watch MTV 24 hours a day. And then the old lady in me would watch VH1 if I wanted to see some Aaron Neville and Celine Dion. Did you watch Daria? No, I, I actually did not like that show. How that was I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Daria was so good because it's something about that dry, sarcastic, not so witty humor that I just have never linked with. Because <laughs> I like wit, but I don't like dry so much. And Daria was very, very dry and very. Justin's favorite show, as you can see. It was Justin Blake's favorite show. So, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I was the big diary. I like South Park because <laughs> I'm crude. Interesting. So then I take it, like, you probably don't like British TV shows, then, right? I love British TV shows. But aren't they pretty dry? 
No, but it, I like, are you being served? Oh, well, that's different. Because I like, I love a double entendre. Yeah, I'm old. I love, I love a double entendre. And I like, I like, I just something about, I don't, you know, maybe Dari reminded me of some bitch in high school I didn't do, so I just didn't watch the show. That could be it. <laughs> I mean, you have been known to carry a grudge. I have been known to carry a grudge. <laughs> That's not a step. You I know what? High school with a lot of wannabe Darius. Yeah. Ooh. I did. And you know what? Also, Justin Blakey acted like Daria. So therefore, I couldn't come home after hanging out with that bitch to watch that somebody acts like that bitch on TV. Oh, so that's part God. of the reason why I didn't watch Daria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it all together now. It all makes sense. It all, it makes, all makes sense. sense. You know. So funny. Okay. Well, so which um, TV shows did you watch? Like on like which real world? Which, which real worlds did you enjoy watching? Well, I enjoyed. Okay, three was really hardcore for me because I was just coming up because three was when Pedro was on. That was nineteen ninety four. Wait, Pedro was the first one, wasn't it? No, Pedro was number three. That was San Francisco. Number three. Number one was New York. New and York. Oh, it was New York. I'm sorry. New York, LA, and then San Francisco. Got it. So I like San Francisco because that's when the real world became real for real. Right. I mean, it was always real in essence. Uh, four, five, six, Road Rules, Real World Rules, Rules Challenge. They had a boy on there, an Asian boy named Yes. Oh, he was so hot. Yes. Just look up Yes. Yes, Road Rules, honey. Just look it up. <laughs> that was his name. His name was Yes. I believe it. So I used to love watching shows like that. So I was big on those type of shows. Um, but I also was, we're going to get into this too. I also was watching just a lot of performing stuff. I was just, that's when I was really deep into trying to learn as much about the craft I was going into as I wanted to. Like mm-hmm. I was that person that spent 24 hours a day mm-hmm. when I worked at reading books about music and artists and all of that. So I was, you know, yeah. wow. compared to the, the drinking drug and fool I am now. Yes. Right. <laughs> Don't agree with me. <laughs> no. How about you, Sam? Like what shows did you watch in the late aughts, early, late nineties, early aughts? Oh, I was all like uh, WB, like I was yes. all the freak. Um, uh, it was Dawson's Creek Buffy. Buffy was my favorite show. And there was oh. other shows like Smallville, um, oh, yeah. One Tree Hill. <gasps> Wait, is One Tree Hill oh, Seventh Heaven? Did you watch Seventh Heaven? Seventh Heaven, yes. No, ma'am. <laughs> there was another show, though. I'm, I'm not, it's, there was another one. But yeah, Dawson's Creek was a big one. And then Buffy, of course, is my favorite. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was my friend Corey. He loved Dawson Creek. I well, I guess I always had a hate for uh, white people being happy for a long time. That's why I didn't watch that show. <laughs> now that I think you about know, it. if you rewatch <sighs> the show now, they don't have that that opening song on there anymore. What? It's another song. Yeah, I think the like they like the licensing to use that song expired, and they never like. I guess they never sorted that out, so you can't. They can't use that song anymore. Yeah, because Paula Cole teaches music, um, music at um, Boston Conservatory. Really? Mm-hmm. She watched the Paula, Paula Cole. You can go study with Paula Cole and find out where all the cowboys went. <laughs> See what I did? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You, you, you can personally request that she tell you <laughs> why she want to wait right, right. for the, our, the live to- Right. Yeah. Like, I, like, tell me why I need to wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was my song, bitch. Oh my god, maybe we should add that a playlist today. I guess I was not right. talking about that. Well, that's on the um that's on the uh you can find on Spotify, you get to that's on the lesbian coffee shop music playlist, which is it is possibly, right. possibly, like yeah. coffee shop music. possibly the best playlist of all time. 
You will love it's everything so on the list. It's, it's great. It's just like, oh my God, this is all great lesbian coffee shop music. <laughs> great. I was making fun of that idea once. And Jose was like, no, girl, somebody has to thought about this and put a whole list together on Spotify. And it's the most beautiful thing you listen to. Very sapphic, very womanly, very. Hmm. Let me go ahead. It's very, it's actually perfect for the fall. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's because like, I feel like lesbian coffee shop music makes me think about like, the first two weeks of school, like in college, yeah. you're sitting yeah. in the coffee shop, with your little laptop, you're feeling yourself, you're feeling very academic, you have the sweater, you know, you got the whole vibe. And for that. those for people who don't know what that is, who are listening, so pretty much all jokes aside, it's just a genre of music that's mostly was made back in the 90s, uh, early aughts, late 90s. Lily Fair was a festival that was all women musicians and did their own festival, it was awesome. Um, so they have people like Erica Badu, Tori Amos, Inigo Girls. So they have all these artists that were women. And back in the day, uh, the women, there was a lot of independent women artists that did a lot of that type of music that you could hear mostly when you went to coffee shops where there might have been like a few lesbian working. So we call it lesbian coffee shop music. But it's something I would definitely look to look for now because I don't feel like there's any lesbian coffee shop music right now. But it is what it is. Like Sam is saying, we're, we're older now. So, yeah, that's not us. <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of fall and, you know, this, you know, schools are back in session, I think, in pretty much all the country, but especially in New York City this past week, the school, like, you know, the 1.1 million students returned to in-person learning at, uh, at schools. And all I can say is uh, the trains are crowded again. And I don't like that. And <laughs> I was wondering, how are y'all coping with it now, excuse me, now being September in 2021? Like, time has flown. We have four months before 2022. How do y'all feel? How you feel with September? Now the summer's like kind of almost over? Like, what's, how you, how you, how you, how you coping? Um, for me, we'll talk about this a little bit. I am in and out. Um, I have, so... One of my biggest issues as a person have been lately, not all my life, lately has been motivation. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to Michael about this and it's went too far to the left for me <laughs> as far as my motivation goes. And I was trying, trying to figure out what it was and I, I joke about it, but a little bit of it does have to do with the death of, of JJ. But... The biggest part of it is actually not that. It's the fact that I have been creatively denied. So I feel like my creative energy is dying. <laughs> mm. Yes. So that has been really like taking a hold of me. I actually just figured out I won't talk to you. It literally just came to me. Really? Yeah, I mean, it literally just came to me in the last five minutes. Like, do you want I was to... Like, like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. no, ask a question, please. Yeah, flesh it out a little bit more. Like, what, like, so what makes you feel like your creativity is dying? Or like, I haven't performed in like? almost two years. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wake up in the morning. I do the same thing. I bike. I come to work. I work. Get paid. Go home. Maybe have a drink with my friends every now and then. Meet my friends. I've gotten used to the fact that I don't see my girls all the time like I used to before pandemic. I think we're all okay with that. Everybody's right. in a good place and everybody's there. But I don't have. I'm not writing the show. And even when I started to write the show, it was just like, oh, well, you can't perform right now because the Delta fucking variant. Right. Um, 
I'm not doing opera. It's just, it's a lot of things about it. That's just, and then I'm also scared to like, kind of try to go into opera thing again. It's like, I like, oh, I don't know if I want to go through all this stress again. So I'm having creativity, stress mm. and anxiety and depression, but it's more, of a, it's more of a creative thing in that sense. And that's been a little hard in there. And that, that is trying to join together with just the regular shit we have, you know, regular depression and regular people dying. It's trying to join with that. And that's where I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you, right. not, you are not living in the same house before. You do not need to live in the same house. Right. You know, and it's starting to show up in my physical appearance, starting to show up in my, it's just starting to show up places that I don't want to show up. And like I'm just like, beard. okay, like in my big bitch, <laughs> fuck you. All right, Dorian Gray, if you can ask me, girl, she got a full picture of herself behind her as her young come on miss dorian gray um, <laughs> i'm gonna stab the hell out that picture bitch see what happens to you don't you dare <laughs> well those of you who didn't go to school read dorian gray you'll get the joke okay all right but yeah that's that's where i'm at those who didn't go to school yes <laughs> <laughs> that's for those who went to school that's what that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> come on now if you go and say no shade if he said i'm talking about micah and his dorian gray picture behind him how a stab he'll be mad a regular person not going to pick that up quickly mm-hmm. let's be real sam right oh this might be the snooty uh the snooty version of the show because we're all very snooty in a very right. different way so <laughs> sam's like <laughs> my fault <laughs> read some books i'm haitian it's okay <laughs> i could be the poorest person in the world i'm still an asshole <laughs> bitch still snob still snob yeah. <laughs> but anyway long story short Micah that's where I've been so it's been more of that so yeah. I'm trying to grab I'm trying to grab a hold of that yeah because it's so bad I walked out of the work today I was going to the store and I saw my bike I said oh my god how the fuck did my bike get here what the hell I was just like bitch you bike to work um, <laughs> no. I was just like really girl no. did you just forget your bike to work I literally panicked I said, did I live here last night? Oh, my God. What's happening? I'm like, say to Carl. Oh, ooh, that's too much. <laughs> yeah. That's too much. I'll, I'll be all right. I, I, know, I, I know I'll be all right. But it's about this to... long. That, that part. <laughs> right. I just want to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Just so, like, somebody else hears it. <laughs> that's important. No. So. Um, how about you, Sam? How are you coping with, you know, being September? Um, <laughs> you know, back to school, back to life. Uh, you know, four months before 2022. How are you feeling? How, how, you know, unless you're just. I've been like, you know, in the big, I've, I'm still feeling like the, the urge to resist what's happening mm. um, because I don't feel comfortable. Right. You know, being forced to be like in public on the buses, on the trains and in the office where it's all packed, um, you know, so it's it's been hard it's been up and down like sometimes i'm like okay i could deal with other days i just feel like very attacked mm-hmm. i feel very attacked yes i agree yeah like every day <laughs> especially on the train yes especially on the train I agree. can we take a minute to talk about that it's been really gross so, so remember like yeah because it like, used to be like oh we're gonna still sanitize the trains like i remember like back like peak pandemic when they were sanitizing the trains i was like this is great the trains are so clean and I'm like, are they still? But like, that's because the train was running 24 hours. But now I'm like, now the train's running 24 hours. I feel like they don't clean the trains anymore, and they're just nasty. Yeah, they, they actually had the time to clean them. But well, I don't take the trains, not not bike. But well, right. clearly, if, when I remember, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, everything's off. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like it's crazy though. But I, you know, the train. That's one of the things that I have a lot of anxiety getting the train. Really? Mm-hmm. But it has something to do with COVID. Like the one time I got in the train, uh, when this is weird. I don't know if this was just God or something. I got in the train. There was this guy that was kind of screamy. I got on with my bike. I realized I left my phone at work, so I turned around to the next station. But these two. <clears throat> I don't want to call them gay because you can't say that no more. These two, I don't even know what some some pronoun. Who knows? No, but, no, because girls are not gay them a girl. Now it's a lot, girl. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give the girls their pronouns, honey. There were two people of alternative lifestyle that were not straight. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing too much. <laughs> you live- clear that covers like everybody. Ooh. Well, no, because some people don't like queer no more because queer was a, a derogatory term when the old girls were running around. Oh yes, yeah, that's too much happening right now. Sam is like, okay, girl. yeah, I know. But anyway, you can't say non-straight because that centers straight people still. Right. Right. <laughs> so there were there were two individuals that did not look like they participated in vagina. So. Oh. Like maybe oh. it's like maybe like um, <laughs> <laughs> there two, we go. Like two male appearing individuals. I guess. Well, they were not male appearing. Oh Jesus! I know. I'm Present- trying to be presenting honest. as female. Presenting as female. Nah, guys, we can't do this. Just, just, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't, yeah, we can't do this. Let's stop before we right. do something the whole. Yeah, Sam is right. Well, anyway, else. sorry, y'all. I mean, yeah. we have to be able to have a conversation. You know what? Two yeah. gay, gay looking guys. That's a flamboyant gay boys. We're just gonna say that. You know, correct us later. So they got in the train, and this guy would look kind of crazy looking at them. I was like, oh, they're gonna start a fight. <laughs> is there something about to happen? I can't sit in my bike. I have to jump on it. It just looked like something was about to pop off. Oh no. Because they were really expressive, and he was very expressive himself. So I was just like, um, okay, so no. You know, that, and I still have trauma from what that man did to me on the train that one time. Wait, what? Did, oh, wait. Wait, what so happened? I, 2019, I was on the train. There was this beautiful black boy there standing up. He was smiling at me. I had shaved. He was, I wasn't shaving. I was, no, I shaved a little bit. I was smiling at him too. He kept looking and smiling, blah, blah, blah. And I kept walking. And then I was leaving. He just tapped me. She said, Did anybody tell you, you look like skinny Al Roker? <laughs> I, like, I look like something. You have to, you know what imagination you have to have to think of a person who was big and then all they would look like skinny, then to tell a bitch of that on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Well, sir, I don't have his coins, but I'll go away. <laughs> Well, yeah, but anyway, there's too many schizos. All jokes said, too many schizos. It's actually very dangerous uh, mm-hmm. during the pandemic. But how y'all doing it? I mean, Sam, do you go to, do you go into work at all? We do now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day. So wow. It's um. There's there's been some concerns. There's been some think pieces, some opinion pieces in the New York Times and on the in the Atlantic and other places. Um of city employees of New York City who are upset about going back to going back to the office. But I think it's more because of the reasoning. Um, yeah. I feel like because Mary de Blasio's whole thing is like, you know, we weren't productive and like we weren't doing the things we need to do. And it's just like, that's not really the reason. Like we yeah. actually have, like we literally had an election, like city run, like during the pandemic. So to say that like these workers didn't do their jobs, like I think is like a huge issue. You definitely do your job. I mean, I've yeah. seen you work. Yeah. So seen you work like, from home. Mm-hmm. Seen you work from Atlantic City. <laughs> seen you work. <laughs> a lot of places. Seen a lot of, a lot of places. 
the whole thing is so stressful because yeah like a lot of us are being forced to choose like i saw this article where it's like i'm being forced to choose between my family and my job yes and um and it, the thing is i get that and i feel like the same in it to a certain degree because now every day that I go to work and I'm on the pack buses and I'm on the pack train, then I come to a very packed office. I, I work in a like a very crowded office space like floor. Mm. So I, I come back home. I live with my family and you know my the members of my family are older people and I'm constantly exposed and I can't even be around them because I yeah. can't put them at risk. Even though one of them is a, is already vaccinated and the other one's waiting. But still. It's still because you spread it around the house. Like you, this is, you know, being vaccinated doesn't mean you can't get COVID. It just means right. you can't likely yeah. die from it. But who wants to be bringing disease into their home? Period. Totally. Well. Of, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No. Because even one of one of uh, a friend of ours. Well, no. Yeah, a friend of ours um, had breakthrough COVID. Um, and it's just like, wow. Like, it, like people who have. Oh yes. Yes. So get COVID. And it's like. That's scary when you're having all these people in these like cramped little offices. Like, just because I'm vaccinated doesn't mean I can't get COVID. <laughs> like, right. the science shows this. And like, yeah, it's fine for us. Like, we'll just be like, you know, we'll feel lousy or whatever for a few days. But like, we can still pass it on to someone who's not vaccinated or for any number of reasons. And that can cause well, I mean, you can't get the vaccine. Like, there's right. other people who just can't get it. Right. And like, I don't know. I just feel like we're being pushed into the situation in a very rushed manner unnecessarily because. We've been doing this job remotely for about 18, how long? 18 months, 18 right? 18 months, yeah, about that, yeah. No, that flew by. Okay. It really did. It flew by. But anyway, 18 months and what? Did the, did the Department of Education shut down? Our kids not in school, still using their books, all doing all the right. things that we do. We did it from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made it work. It makes no sense. And then, like, in a lot of places, like, the cafeteria is not open, so you can't even, like, like, you have to, like buy food outside. It's just come on, greedy bitch. She's like, and another thing, the right. food. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, because the thing too is like, I mean, um, at least for city employees, like I know, like for us, like there is this question of like, you know, I mean, we don't have kids, but like, you know, like if you know, if you're a parent who like your kid had like like their kid was quarantined, like can you work from home? It sounds like you can. It sounds like you have to take sick time, which is doesn't make any sense. Like that's not your fault for you know, having to quarantine with your kid, like, that just seems to be the way it is. So it's really important. Well, it's not your fault, but I mean, when you was huffing and puffing, girl, in that bed, you should have thought about that, but hey. You know what? That part. <laughs> People often forget that part, and they're like, hey, it, that's... Yeah, that's but like, why, can't, why, not, why, not, why, not, why not let them work from home, though, instead of, like, making them take, like, sick leave? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's true, but I think a lot of parents don't want to be around their kids, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's r- real talk. I don't. I think they just they want they want to. They don't have the capacity to uh, entertain or educate their kids the way uh, I guess someone who is trained and a professional is oh, yeah, that can do it. And so I think a lot of time they are pushing. They were they're actually the ones that were pushing the kids to go to school versus um, the school system itself. But also America is a capitalist country, so you know you have to look at it that way. We don't care about people's health. Nope. You know, this is the Absolutely. amount of time we had to this, this is the amount of money we had in the account to contribute to this, and now it's gone. Gone. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're actually gonna move into our music break. I feel like oh, we're flapping that long. Jesus. Okay. Well, it's been like 35 minutes. Oh, minutes wow. Hour. Um, so um 
just to give you guys a little context. So like recently, I think it was like past week, Britney Spears posted a photo on her Instagram that she is now engaged to her man's girl, whose name I can't remember at this time, but she's engaged. Um, and Octavia Spencer commented. Yes, on she her, did. I was about to say it was so good on her Instagram. She was like, "Get like, what you say?" She said, "Get a prenup. Get a prenup, girl." She went full auntie on her. She's like, "Bitch, I'm investing in this now, girl." Because now her father's not a conservatorship no more. She's like, "Girl," and he's gonna propose to you the next day. Bitch, get a prenup. Mm-hmm. Get that prenup. Get it now. Um, and apparently, also the, the boyfriend did like it. And like, I think like, and I think apparently, um, she uh, Octavia Spencer did like do like a public apology. Just like it was a joke, obviously. Like you, you know, but like she did say like they did have like a whole like thing. Um, everyone's like cool with it, but do I think that let me say this, do I think that she should have put it under there? Mm-hmm. No, because it was kind of like a I mean it was a joke, I got it, but she shouldn't have put it under it was too soon. I think she should have contacted Britney Spears. Right. Like, I'd be like, girl, get a prenup. Because Britney looks like that girl that any man can talk her into like not signing a prenup. Mm. Britney has that look about her, like she needs some good sister girls around her. Right. <laughs> right. You know. Well, get, right. No, go ahead. No, that was it. That was that was okay. done. I mean, all I'm saying is that I would love to see, like, whenever, you know, so now that she's, like, you know, free for her, um, like, well, not free, but, yeah, but her father's off of the... Um, Conservatorship. Of that. Yeah, thank you, that word. Uh, I was going to say dictatorship. Like, that's not the right word. Um, now that, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> um, I think it'll be interesting to see her, like, make her comeback, have her comeback album, and maybe have, like, you know, Octavia Spencer, like, chilling in the background. That'd be cute. Girl, don't yeah, hold out too much hope, girl. I know. You know, she got three replaced hips, girl. <laughs> like, the bitch don't have two kids. You're like, mm. Mm-mm. Oh, that's true. Um, so we're doing, so our music break this week is all Britney. Because uh, I was I, I was denied my, my earlier Britney Spears break so, a few months ago. So we're doing. I hope. Because we, you know, we, we have talking. We just like talk too much. Oh, yes. That's true. Yeah, Sorry. That's so uh, these are all wrecks. Um, so we have three by the, the song three. Then breathe on me, and then one of my favorites, and also Sam's. Sometimes, sometimes I run. Oh, it was Jada's favorite song too. Oh, and Autumn, oh. and Autumn Goodbye. That was the B track, the B side of Baby One More Time. Oh, oh. may she rest in hell. I'm to heaven. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yes. <laughs> Damn. All right, y'all. You listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Well, not live. Here is our music break. One, two, three. Not only you and me got one eighty. When I'm caught in between counting One, two, three, Peter, Paul, and Mary Getting down with three feet Everybody loves Ocean
Listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Welcome back. Um, those are some really great song choices. Uh some old people, people, honey. <laughs> yeah when sometimes comes on you just gotta sing it with your chest like that song like you know, she goes in well she didn't <laughs> sing over her chest why should i <laughs> it was with her little chest oh like, sometimes Aww. i run sometimes i love I that song me too it's one of my favorite also the video is hilarious because there's a girl who has a scratch <laughs> <She's> like, really <laughs> Yeah, she um she has a I don't know I don't know if it's just cut the certain type of way, but she looks like she's scratching her vajayjay. 
<laughs> like, I have to rewatch like, that. Like rigorously scratching. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not just like it's an acting. It's like no, she was like rigorously scratching it. Girl, you <laughs> I want Jessica Simpson. I know, you know what? I'm stop. <laughs> want Jessica Simpson back there? <laughs> That's too much. I gotta watch that again. Oh, all right. Well, um, Remember, Yamarel, so, um, you know, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and lets us continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Also, if you are a uh, Amazon shopper and want to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. So yeah, there's also many ways to you know, help us continue to build and you know by donating to Radio Free Brooklyn, you're donating to Queer State of Mind. You're helping out these, yes. these queers and you know, queer adjacent. Others. Others. <laughs> um before we go into our second hour um actually maybe we should save this topic for the second hour because i feel like we're gonna get really deep into it um let's talk about the met gala oh yes there were some good looks there were some good looks there were some looks there were some looks and there were some things you know I think my one of my favorite part um, was there was a black designer um, who uh, got a table for a bunch of black designers. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. have a story. Yeah. yeah, it was all a table of nothing but black designers. So it was it was fabulous. And also, uh, what's her name? There, uh, even though I th- I, even though I thought she looked looked a hot mess, mm-hmm. but she was there. Shakara Richardson. Uh, and it's not an attack on Shakar people. It's just we're critiquing fashions. I'm going to step to who looked good and who didn't look good. Mm-hmm. But she was there too. I think she was. Say she had one the the one of those designers outfit on. It it, it looked crazy, <laughs> but but the designers all looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you know obviously I think the big ones were obviously um, you know um, Lil Nas X with his like like Star Wars C3PO piece like was a big one. Megan the Stallion. Also, like I think you just said earlier, like a couple girls, a couple K-pop girls, like Rose from um, from Blackpink was there. CL from Twenty One was there. Girl, they just like everybody they met Gala these days, don't they? they really do. They <laughs> really like, do. Why, how, how the hell you get a ticket? Right? Yeah, who are so you? The guy who bu- who bought the table is Formula One racer Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, he bought the table wow. for a a bunch of black designers and stylists and mm-hmm. also Shakari Richardson was also yeah. one of his guests. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. Which I thought was fantastic as a whole. And I just think that I, I mean, mean it, that's but, the way that to use your platform, your and your your resources to help bring right. up artistry. Like so many other black right. people have been invited to the Met who could afford to do the same thing. Right. And not. So they should take notes. Now I would say exactly. I'm glad there was a lot of even though I was just like who are these people? I'm glad there were fresh blood there. There was a lot of fresh blood. Uh, like uh, Simone Biles went, of course, you know, she should go. You know, she's, she's, yeah. on, that, she's on that level. Oh, right. India Moore also, for, India Moore from Pose was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I, you know, even though my old ass, like, who is on these people? I was still like, oh, you know what? It needs to be younger people coming in too. I thought Kim Kardashian looked crazy. 
Can we talk about that for a second? Looking like a dementor the, the, girl. The meme to dementor. Yes. Yeah. Girl. Okay. But All you're not memes. a fashion icon, so why you? I, I never consider her a fashion icon. I think she, she's a, a, the new celebrity, the celebrity that's just famous for being famous. But like, I never look at Kim Kardashian's clothes and go, "Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not her demographic," and be like, "Oh, I should I should wear that." Right. I mean, Sam, question. As a cis woman, Sam, and I know you can appreciate this, even if it's like an outfit you're going to wear and an outfit you can wear, an outfit you can wear. Do you have you ever looked at Kim Kardashian clothes and went, "Oh, girl, I wish I had that outfit." No, I'm not saying that because it's cool. <laughs> it's cool to hate Kim Kardashian. It no. just, it's just like you know, everything seems very catered to her specific look. Yeah, I've never even I've never seen her as an innovator. That's why I'm always very confused when people say she's a trendsetter. I feel like she follows trends. I've she never follows seen her trends. Yeah, a friend. Right, right. She follows yeah. trends very well. Like I can see, like, you don't have to be a trendsetter. Right. You have to be right. a queen. You could just be somebody who dresses in nice clothes, and you could afford all, all the nice right. clothes. Why not wear them? Yeah, and what I mean by this, like people who can, like, let's just say, I'm going to throw a random name out there, like Helen Mirren, had on like yes. this beautiful stone dress. It can be me or Sam can be like, oh girl, that dress is fire. Helen Mirren's wearing. I would love to have that. That's what right. I mean by like actually looking at somebody who might not even be catering towards your demographic or you, but you can still appreciate the fact that, oh, I want that dress. I want that. And that's why I was just like, with Kim, I'm always like, girl, oh, Sam, yeah. you got to look like a crazy person like on your computer, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them ma, honey. <laughs> oh, ma, not ma. Not on TV Spencer again. <laughs> She's the MVP of this fucking show today. But anyway, I thought Lil Nas X looked he looked good. He did what he was doing. Um, Billie Eilish, she looked, she looked good. I'm glad she's embracing her body because she has like huge breasts. You know, that's why she wears yeah. big clothes, big clothes. I think she wears like a E or G in the bra. Like she has huge breasts. But she looks, oh no, girl, her, her, her titties are out of control. Like, but that's why she wears a lot of baggy clothes because she's trying to not, mm. you know, I don't know if she's trying not to be sexualized, but she she had them she had them out, but it it looked she looked great because she was in this big ball gown. She looked beautiful. I was just like, oh, it's sexy, but it's not like you know, you know, I gotta show all the skin. It was just like, oh, this bitch looks real good, you know, in this nice you know corset of dress and the, you know very classy. Mm-hmm. Sierra looked good. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody looked okay in essence, but it was, it was yeah, good. that's how I felt. Everybody looked okay. I, I wasn't, I didn't see a single look that made me go, Oh my god, I'm gonna be thinking about this dress forever, right? Right, well, also I mean, Rocky... like... go, oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm done. Oh, yeah, well, also because I think the theme was like American fashion, but like everyone's wearing like foreign fashion, <laughs> and, like it wasn't even like American fashion, it was something even more vague. It was like American, like uh journey through fashion it was like something weird like that like i think well, some people kind of got yeah. it yeah the one guy that dressed like the slave was beat yes that was good i forgot what his name was the whole outfit he did he'll often look like this they used to wear all white to pick the cotton the thing it was a whole thing with training it, it literally looked like the outfit that the slaves it, it was good that was, it was good well one. i know it sounds weird but it was actually very well done yeah i can't remember his name it Looking was like him. it was like this could have went real sideways but it looked well. But you know what I would love, Sam? Please, at, at, at Micah, I would love for the Met Gala to have a thing one day and be like, looking through the glass of African or African-Americans. I just want to see what girls are going to do. I just want to see it. I wish they wouldn't. 
There wouldn't because the white folks be so scared. I'd be like, no, honey, y'all can, y'all can get it. You can get it up and get it together. Right. They would be so out of pocket with it. Like we wouldn't be able to just right. even, we'd have to unfollow every single white celebrity on our Instagram. No, because be, <laughs> you'll have girls in there doing too much. You know, instead of be like, girl, you know, you can just show up in a print dress, like get some African prince girl and get done up and do that. They'll be showing up with like face masks on that. I don't like, like any of it. <laughs> there honest. it is. <laughs> and I thought the theme was too vague and right. it was all very boring. And I'm like, oh, I think this is it. I'm witnessing the end of Met Gala. Like, this is the moment for me where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I just don't care anymore. I used to love waiting for that Monday. Yeah. And I just don't, I, yeah, this last one was so uninspired. But like, I, also- I like that the co chairs, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. I like that the co chairs were young and you had like, I think it was two black women uh, were co chairs, Tif- Timothy Chalamet and then somebody else. Is yeah. it Billie Eilish? Yeah, Billie Eilish, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had dressed yeah. like an old woman, funny enough. Yeah, Naomi Osaka. And <laughs> yeah. I forget who the other person Oh, yeah. Um, Andrea Gorman was the other co chair. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. I like that they're trying to bring in a younger generation. They're trying to bring in a more diverse set of people for that. I could I can appreciate that. But I don't understand who comes up with the themes. Is it Anna Winter herself? Probably Anna and something like that. But also I think that um young people don't, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, they don't uh, value um uh, high-end glamour in that sense anymore, no matter what um, culture it is in. It's not something that people aspire to be. People aspire to be themselves. And sometimes that's not about being, you know our glamorous and that's what to your point sam is like oh that's not exciting because when i watch the met gala i want to see some shit that i know i can't have and i can't do right <laughs> you know yeah. i want to be like oh girl that's don't get oh that oh my god i could yeah. never it's like looking at something yes you want to show you that's what you intake yeah. for but if you just see a bitch be regular you're like i can walk off the street and see a regular bitch in this right give them <laughs> the old razzle right yeah that's all yes okay. razzle down yes all right, guys, um, we are finishing our first hour. Time is flying by. Um, wow, that's really quick. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit, we'll talk a little bit more fashion, but then we're going to talk about another really big topic in the next hour. So stay tuned, get refreshed, and we'll see you in a moment. Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Look at God. Getting merch. (laughs) I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm -hmm. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I see what you did there. You did what I did there. And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queers of the Mind. I'm going to let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're doing the most. I'm All right. What, I want. what is happening? Mm. What is happening on the record right now? You say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, nah, this is my good Judy. This what the fuck you mean. Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Time for the messy hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Welcome back to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. 
not live. Um, thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Your support keeps us going. So make a donation whenever you get a chance at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Um, so we're going to go right into our throwback track of the week. Um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, you know, we're going to do some K-pop and J-pop. So we're moving into Japanese pop with um, one of my favorite idols, uh, Namie Amuro. It is her birthday on September, 20, uh, t- September 20th. Um, so wanted to shout out her. So this is one of her uh, English songs called Only You. Um, you listen to Queer State of Mind and Radio Free Brooklyn, not live. Here is Namie Amuro. I can take the light and I'm the frightened It's just a little rain So what if skies aren't always so blue? I can face the future, face the feet and live to fight again The only thing that can touch me is you
was that was Namye Amro's Only You uh, from her Uncontrolled album from a few years ago. Um, she is currently retired. Um, she's only like 40. Well, I guess this year she will be. Oh, gosh, I should know my math. Uh, she will be 43, 42, 43. Anyway. Yeah. So that was Namye Amro. Um, all right. So I think something that we really need to talk about that um i've been talking about the first hour we're gonna talk about it now because it is a very hot topic and that is Nicki minaj and ball gates um oh so, jesus christ yes <laughs> oh by the way that song was cute as hell oh thank you i glad you liked it mm-hmm. very kylie minogue um yes yes it was yeah so for those who have not heard so a few like what was like maybe like a week ago, Nicki Minaj tweeted about because she's anti-vaccine. So she also she not go to the Met Gala because she's not vaccinated, which number one. But um she tweeted out about her lack of going to go to the vaccine because her cousin's friend got the vaccine and then his balls swell up and now he's like infertile. Um, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, so course everyone chimed in so including like dr fauci the department like they're like the department of health like head for trinidad and tobago because he said the cousin's friend lives in trinidad and tobago um it's a mess what do y'all think about like what do you think about this a whole what do you think about ballgate what's your thoughts you know it's like you know i have this friend who is a um a facebook specialist Claim not to be a Facebook specialist. You know who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, girl, you're not a doctor. That could possibly have been a side effect. Fine. Let's just let's just say it was. Let's just say his balls sold up, sold up. Because you know, it's every human body, everybody's body is different. But that still doesn't mean that you should not be vaccinated. It's not you're going to be infertile. There, there are people <laughs> who've gotten pregnant in the last few months who are vaccinated. Right. It's crazy to me. It's just. She knows she has a lot of young fans, um, which I'm happy for her because that's an older rapper, older female rapper. Shit, at that point, girl, it's you're still almost 40 and you're still doing it. Props up to you, but girl, don't be doing that mm-hmm. because you know these kids will follow anything anybody say these days, right? Because they'll be like, oh no, the doctor's not the one. I know Nicki Minaj said this was different. I'm like, really? Okay, mm-hmm. so I didn't know she was a doctor, right? How about you, Sam? What do you think? First, I think they should have been called it testicle gate and they missed a really good opportunity to make this even more funny. Um, <laughs> two, <laughs> two, I was like, Nikki, like, I think Nikki did this thing that a lot of a lot of people our age are doing on the internet right now and letting hotep scientists inform their decision. Oh. Instagram science is not real science. <laughs> yes, girl. Hotep science. Oh my God, this is why I miss Sam. Because Sam was, let me just just work with Sam. Would say some shit that you never thought about and what it is, and then she said, "No, it makes sense." Hotep science is what I was trying to say. Thank you. You're like my intellectual, like <laughs> medulla. Is that what it's called? Because like you're right there, but I can't <laughs> explain it. But that's what it is. Hotep science. Thank you. All we know, we we we're in it. We see it. Our cousins are sending us these little stupid memes in the group chats. Right. I'm like, no, this is not real science. Nope. Uh, okay, if you got the clap, just say that. Right. Oh, that. Hello. Heart. And it's not to shame people who get the clap. 
That's how we forget it. But just say that. I don't want to tell people that the vaccine caused your balls to do all the things that clap makes your balls do. I mean, hello. First right. and foremost, you know how long you have to have um, the clap for your balls to get that big? <laughs> That's right. also another thing like, damn, son. It's <laughs> just like, right. sir, if you had an STD and you're trying to blame it on that, please don't, girl. I'm that person. I would literally go to the doctor to love my business. Like, I might not even have anything. I'd be like, well, you can just give me a shot anyway. Right. Yeah, because her story was so involved, too. It's like, oh, and then his fiance broke up with him or something. <laughs> what is it? Because he's impotent or whatever, she said. I'm like, well, probably <sighs> that she's wanting, you know. Yeah, it's like right. a lot. Just... Oh, wow. girl, Sam, I got it. Nicki Minaj, you're going to get this because you're from Haiti. Nicki Minaj has turned to an old island woman, like an old African woman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like we're yeah. yes. adding her own little spice. Yes, to it. she is. Oh trying to, my God. Yes, no, that's culturally what it is. Think about it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. She's almost 40. Oh, yes, I, my stories get a little extra as a kid. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Now she, but the thing is, she did it on her platform that she has right. millions of followers. And I, I'm a barb. Oh, like yeah. Car yeah. carrying barb. I love Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but you also have sense. But I had to be like, sis. <laughs> This is not the way you want to put Trini girls on the map. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody right. talking about your cousin's friend's balls. I'm like, if that's your husband, just say that. Oh. But anyway, whatever. If it's being her husband, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, because of her husband, is, is he going to prison? Or a boyfriend? Oh. It's probably her husband, though. Is it her husband now? They got married, right? They got married to have a whole kid. But Mrs. like, isn't he? You know, her name is Mrs. Mrs. Petty. Funny enough, Mrs. Petty. This is last year. I think for what we know about her husband, it looks like I feel like the story's really about him. And she's just using some, you know, figurative like little character. I can see that because Nicki Minaj is very much a cartoon. And yeah. I think that's what that's what's appealing about. And that's no shade. She's the cartoon. Nicki Minaj is a cartoon. It's like she is the epitome of literally she is a a hood girl wrapped in a valley girl wrapped in a cartoon it's literally she is she is every 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 main girl that ever was as a person yeah (laughs) every teen show at every every teen show that's Nicki Minaj is like everything she can be the whitest bitch she can be the what do you need (laughs) but like I said she should not put that don't put that say that's kitchen table talk that's what you talk about your girlfriends. Mm-mm. Yeah, let's like for inside the house. Well, maybe she don't have no girlfriends. Mm. I mean, that could be the case too. But also, why are you talking about your cousin's nuts like at all? Right. And then to use that as like to go into this whole, I can't just be like, I don't want to go to the Met Gala because they asked me my, for my vaccination status. Like she wouldn't be alone in the whole like non-vaccine, yeah. you right. know, group. She could have just left it there. She had to go and say all that. Even right. if it was true, like right. let's say, for example, there was proof that you could get your your balls will start blowing up if you take the vaccine or whatever like that, and that's one of the possible side effects. Like, why would you want to be talking about your cousin's right. genitals on your Twitter with millions right. of followers? Literally, and also the fact that like like she like she literally got the government in Trinidad and Tobago to look through all their records to see if there was anyone who had swollen balls, <laughs> like, and they invited her to the White House too. Uh, I have a different she theory. Did yeah, they, they, they did. Girl, she just, oh, yes, girl, wait. No, they, they, no, they offered a call. That's the best part of the story. So it gets a call. They didn't invite her. Oh, she said they invited her. Right? Yeah, 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 she yeah. thought it was an invite. 
she it's said the, the White House has invited me, and I think I, it's a step to the right direction. Yes, I'm going. I'll be dressing all pink, like legal blonde, so you they know. Like I said, she is every mean girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean business. I'll ask questions on behalf of the people who have been made fun of for simply being human. I have a theory about Miss Minaj. Yes. I think Miss Minaj, uh, much like some other superstars, I'll go and put that way, but not in a bad way, have realized that their time is coming to an end. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Mm-hmm. Like I can say right now, Beyonce knows she is not the it girl, but she's done everything she needs to do and she can live off of being whoever the fuck she is. And she's a legend. You know, Nicki Minaj <laughs> is realized like, wait, okay. There are people behind me now. It's been 15 plus years. And now she's going to stop pulling stunts. Madonna did the same stunts when it started to happen. It's like, you're pulling stunts now. And I mm-hmm. think that's, I think she, she smells the, 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 the shark smell her blood. Because, I mean, she wasn't at the MTV Awards, I would say, but I, it made sense. I said, oh, you'll be, you would have been the oldest bitch here. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just, something, I, I like her a lot. I love her. I, because I, I like her. And because I, first of all, I think she's talented. I think she, she brought something, she brought a combination of left eye and Lil' Kim, you know, mm-hmm. with the fun. And I, I love her, but I'm like, girl, just, just don't say dumb shit. You're a very smart, well, well, educated woman. <laughs> okay, so this is a long shot, right? Okay, well, go ahead. What if, what if she took this L on purpose to draw attention away from all the talk that's been going on about her um, her husband's case with the sexual assault case that he has. That's Once that. again, Sam, that would make more sense than mine. Than mine. Yes. I mine is just too. superficial. That's just super, that's going to happen anyway. You know, that's going to happen. But, oh, that makes sense. Because it's been- She is a training woman, honey. Yes. And it's been like, uh, kind of like, it's been the story about her, the most dominating story about her recently- like in the past few days before Ballgate happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And particularly her involvement in that case because she's she was accused of intimidating the person. The who young lady, in- yeah. Yeah. So now everyone's talking about Nikki Minaj's, you know, her quote unquote co- cousin's friend's yeah. balls. And now we're not talking anymore about her calling a yeah. rape victim and threatening them. I believe all of that. Only because I have seen it. I have seen how some members of my family move was, was African people. I believe all of what Sam just said. Mm-hmm. I believe it too. I mean, it's a long shot, but I was thinking. It's not a long shot, girl. It's not a long shot. You, what you, if you, that's you... what happened? Right, Sam, all distraction. It's all real talk. distraction. It's all PR, right? Real talk. As a very well-educated woman who's from Haiti. Is that a long <laughs> shot, really? Nicki Minaj really ever shown herself to be like this kind of loose and dumb, like when she with her words before, like when she would be fighting right. with people, like in like rap beefs. That's one thing, right? But she would not. She never came out and no. said slippery shit like this. This sounds like a, tr- a mistake that Trump would have made. And it's in not like, like in interviews. So that's why I'm like, this thing's very off for Nicki. Very clean in interviews. Is she still herself? You know, you can see her snap back and forth between the characters. Whatever character the interviewer wants, she will snap back and forth into that character. And if it gets offhand, she will snap on. I, you know, you've seen her move. She knows how to move. So that's why it's just like to you, just like, bitch, you don't make this type of mistakes. <laughs> right. So viewers, listeners, I would like to submit this as my conspiracy theory contribution to the conspiracy theory lexicon and encyclopedia 
that Nicki Minaj orchestrated the entire Ballgate thing to draw attention away from her rapist husband, who's a rapist. Allegedly. No, who he is. He's convicted. Oh, he's convicted? Oh, okay. Well, not allegedly allegedly then. Never mind. (laughs) He's on the the list and everything. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. That's that's the whole issue. Because so was her brother. Oh my oh, gosh! Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her brother, her brother was uh, yeah, her brother was in jail for um. Molest- she's, yeah, she's surrounded she's, by she's surrounded by oh, wow. she's surrounded by people who um, people. Funny enough, as one of the most powerful and the most successful female rapper in history, and one of the most powerful female musicians in the world, and like I said, at her age, almost forty, because most female rappers would make it maybe to thirty-two, and be mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, but like. Wow. She's surrounded by a bunch of men who likes to touch on women inappropriately. The yeah. guy doesn't I mean, give a most pants. women in the in her in the business are right, but like, right, right. She's like taking it a step further by marrying yeah. one. Right. Oh yeah, you're right. You're wow. right. You're right. Wow, yeah. Wow, wow, like, wow, wow. The more you know, Sam, you might be right. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, things have happened. Stranger things have happened. I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me. To be fair. So I'm like, this just seems way too dumb for Nikki. It's just not. That like, when you put it that like- way, like, I'm so glad you put it that way because you're right. Like, she's never, she's not this sloppy. No. 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 Nikki Minaj is never sloppy like that. You know, I watched mm-hmm. her interview. She's very, very, very smart. Uh, this woman has really, she built a brand on the fact that she knew that in order for her to have longevity, she needed to become more of a pop star. She needed to become a, a rapper, but she 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 used. I mean, the woman is smart. A person. Let me just say, person. The person is smart. Mm-hmm. So this was just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> really? And the fact that it's not being repeated on like Fox News and things like that too. It's just like ugh. the White House. Mm-hmm. The Minister of Health of Trinidad. I mean, she has to. She has to. The world leaders. World leaders. Right, being like, like, can you yeah. not do that, please? Thank you. Like, now everyone's gonna want to know what cousin is this. Yeah, Trinidad, Trinidad ain't that big. Right, it really ain't. And you know what she's gonna say? She's gonna say, you know what? I got people to come to your country. <laughs> Make me ambassador. Ooh. Which they, which they probably will. You know, our, our people are shifting the islands and on the African continent. Be like, yeah, bitch, I know you said you lie, but fuck it, you ain't be ambassador. Bring my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> much, y'all. I said I'm not here to tell people to take the vaccine or not take it or whatever. But what you should do is come up with some ghetto ass science and then put that out into the streets as your reason. Just say that's my business, right? Yeah, right. keep it moving. That's all she had to say. That's my advice. That's all she had to say. She's like, I don't feel comfortable with it, and I or something like she could have said so many other things. But to say like my cousin's friend. Got swollen balls and I was infertile because of the COVID vaccine. I'm like, you are a queen's woman. Yes. Just simply saying, because I don't fucking want to, is an excuse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and New York City. And it's a one, Why? an accepted one in New York. Right. <laughs> of all places, yes. That is so crazy because it's so true. Because in New York City, you said people are like, okay, well, uh, she didn't want all to. All right. And that's it. So far, so to be giving all those extra details. That's why I was like, that's weird. Oh wow! And like it's like it's like extra details that don't matter, right? It's just like ooh, like. And now I'm like really curious about testicles, and I never really thought about them before. What do you want to know? What, 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 what do you want to know? You got Wait. four. You got four here. So how? 
<laughs> so how big do they have to get for you to get concerned? Because don't they kind of just kind of like, don't they just vary in size depending on your mood? <laughs> no, 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 no. They vary in size depending on the people and they vary in length. Some some people are closer to where they fall from. So some people have smaller balls that are higher. Some people mm-hmm. have balls that are lower. Some people are middle. Some people have low really hangers. big balls, low hangers. Some people have really, really, really big balls that can be like an egg almost when they're really, really huge, like a small egg. Uh, too. And then, and as you get older, if just so you know this, and it's going to happen to all of us, as your testicles fall because sometimes it will touch the water if you sit on your on your on your seat, take a shit. Wait, 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 wait. What? And you know oh. that? It no, like wait, titties. What? Your testicles wait. are going to fall. Did you not know that, Micah? I mean, because gravity, right? Everything drops. Right? Yeah, you're going to be you girl, like when you're, girl when you're yeah, you said girl when you're like sixty something years, you're going to sit in the toilet, girl, they're going to touch the water. <laughs> so you have to hold it. No, you just let him touch the water. It's like what you get when you when you get old, and your titties fall down, bitch. What the fuck you gonna do? Get a boob job. <laughs> Sam is like, I'm not going that route. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, but um. <laughs> yeah. So, but anything you want to know about testicles, you know, in that yeah. But the, okay, the variance. Another question. Yes. Do they like shrink into your body if you're really surprised or scared? No, what it is is they can shrink when they get cold. They don't really shrink in your body when you get scared. Scared, but I mean sometimes depending. That's why men are always adjusting themselves. I mean, if you mm-hmm. ever want to like feel very uncomfortable for a day, you just get used to because you're bored. And the same thing with boobs. Just like put a put a put some balls and a strap on in between your legs and walk around all day with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. That's all. But you get used to it because, you know, it's like, you know, but it's just imagine just having a, something dangling in between your legs and two balls back next to it. The whole time, just smacking your side. <laughs> 24 hours. Okay, I have la- one last question. Keep going. Ask all the questions. This is a great segment. I love it. How do you choose which pant leg to stick it in when you're walking? Like, how do you decide? Does it just go happen naturally? Okay, so some people, okay, so there are different ways to tuck. So, so people tuck up. They put their dick up towards the belly button and they push the testicles in the back. Some people go to the side, left side, right side. Um, I personally, I can tell my business, you know, I am a tuck under. So everything, the penis, everything gets tucked under. So it's like a less, it's a smoother presentation. Mm. You know, <laughs> you know, it depends. Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't know what Posey does. You know, if, some people are just natural. Some people just let it fall the way it falls. But yeah. So it just depends on who you are. But for me, the tuck under is better because everything just stays in the same wait, place. Wait, are we talking about drag or just being a man in general? Not being a man. No, <laughs> okay. Man. Like, how do you like? I talk, I like... Are you under talker? Do you talk I'm under? I, I, I'm under. Yeah. T- yeah. A lot of people tuck under, but some guys tuck up. You see, some I some guys there was a tucking thing happened. Oh, girl. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It also depends on the underwear. It depends on like what pants you're wearing. Like it also can make things appear differently. That's why gay men wear a lot of briefs or small underwear because the tucking's easier that way for you to pull the boys and dicks together so it doesn't move as much. People who wear boxes, their shit is moving a lot. So when you wear briefs and like boxer briefs, then you have more security. It's like a sports bra almost. Oh, yes. yes. I can say it this way. Whatever you do for titties is the same thing the men do for balls. (laughs) Oh, yes. <laughs> Look at her light bulb. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could see a light bulb. She's like, oh, that makes sense. She is about to harass her boyfriend something terrible. <laughs> hey, I smell hey, it. How do you put your balls in your pants? Hold on, let me see. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh my God, Sam, you're about to be. That's a good, these are good questions. Nobody ever asked this question to guys right. to do. Yeah, funny? I feel like guys don't get a lot of like, you know, no, like, girl, curiosity a... about. 
you know. Also, it's not, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not a topic we really talk about either. Just no, because people you. think men just do what they do and they go. They just don't think it's as complicated as what a woman's doing. Because you know, there's it's no very, mystique about the yeah, male life. Right, but it's very complicated. Because like my one, let's put it this way: my mom, when I was a kid. She said, oh, I wanted some jeans so you can have my jeans to wear. And I actually put a women's jeans one time and I almost died because that shit was splitting my balls and my dick in half because it's not meant to be that way. I said, oh, this is not it. And that's why different people wear different types. Some pants you put on the seats lower. I prefer yeah. one with a seat that's a, not too low, but a little higher. It's a whole True. situation over there, child, down there. And you got to be careful because, baby, in nothing like when you sit or your balls are better yet, if it's not better yet. Worse, if you ever have zipped up your balls or your penis in a zipper. Oh, God, that's the worst. Girl! Wait, so if shoot. I have to do all this just to put pants on, why are you all so terrible at multitasking? It just seems like being a man is very involved. No, okay, so I can tell you this. So I actually, uh, that was, that was, it, it's not as involved. So dudes, I just said dudes are uh, like to compartmentalize. Is that the words? Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Yeah. So it's not that we're, not, we're very good at multitasking. It's just the fact that we don't the, the things don't touch each other. So if I'm working on something today that's like I'm working on a box of soap, that is it. You can literally be like, "Say, dude, I know you're working on a box of soap. Can you make sure you do the laundry and then take the car over there?" To me, whatever's the most important is what's going to get done first. Whereas women, you guys are all connected, so you can literally do everything. You can literally be folding the laundry and starting the car at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and a guy's like, "No, I can only do this, then I'll do this, then I'll do this." I had to tell Rebecca, that. I said, "That's why Sharon Richards the fire." I said, "Girl, your husband's a man. We don't. They're not. He's not going to multitask. He can do it, but." but the thing is, once the men start to multitask, you, you guys be like, oh, you're doing it wrong. So they just stop. So it's kind of a trick. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. No. Sam, you should ask more of the same questions. Ooh. This was so educational. I always tell people, my first, I was like, well, I, I know dudes, I was like, you got to talk to a man about knowing about a man. It's just like, you got to talk to a woman if you know what a woman's thinking. I'm like, I cannot tell you what a woman thinks or what a man thinks. But no, dudes are, my contender, we're very complicated. It's just, it's, it appears simple. That's the part that I hate. And I think that yeah. really has been a detriment to men because yeah. people have made it seem like, and we're taught that, I think because of like how societal structure is, yeah. that men are just like these like very one dimensional right. creatures mm -hmm. who have like, there's no mystique, there's no anything going on with them. And like, no, actually, there's like a lot of interesting things. It's, a, it's the same thing. About. It's the same thing as a woman. Yeah. You know, when, when girls are, oh, well, I just go give him sex and that's it. It's like, no, you got to do a lot of different things. Yeah. Like, dudes, dudes are very. And I think the dudes are very wise. Men are, and I tell people this and they never believe it, but it's very, very true. Men are actually very honest. They will tell you exactly who they are when you meet them. <laughs> you mm -hmm. just have to listen. <laughs> mm. Am I lying, Paul? They literally would be like, they will say it, you'll hear it, and then you're like, oh, yeah. and then we'd be like, I didn't know you were like that. So he literally said it out loud. <laughs> I have this conversation with like a couple of my good friends all the yeah. time. I'm like, that's one thing about guys that I've always like trusted just about because of what, what I see in their nature is that like they'll show you where they stand like pretty early on. And I think you have that. You're very smart. And I, I, when I met you and I kind of, you know, because you, you listen and you're in, you're in tune. And so the fact that you're asking these, asking these questions is because you have not born to the 
the case that men are one-dimensional. That's why you're asking these questions. That's why you always know what's happening. And some other people who think men are one-dimensional, they get mad so quickly. I said, because you're not thinking like this is a creature that has many layers. You're that girl saying. Yeah, because I'm like, guys are still human. And, you know, as a person who had, well, had a brother, I just mm-hmm. wanted people, I would want people to see him and think of him like that, like a full yeah. person. Right, you know, but and it just like some, you know, like I feel like people don't treat manhood like it's something that's interesting. It's like because of the way um, male existence has always been put on top of like female existence, mm-hmm. and we're always constantly having to yeah. push back against it. We can't actually just enjoy or be interested in it because we're constantly having to fight it. So it's nice, yeah, yeah. Where you could just talk about malehood, mm-hmm. and, and I think in also a very, like Discovery Channel type of way. Right. And I think there's a part in society and it's both men and women in this. There's going to have to come a point where like everybody's going to face like a lot of women are going to have to face the music that they are part of the problem with the men acting the way they do. And I don't think some people are ready for that. Well, it's cyclical because yeah. of course yeah. women will be part of the problem because we're part of society and we're yeah. being, we, it's yeah. kind of like patriarchy yeah. too. Same thing people and who raise these daughters, men who raise these daughters that are like blah, blah, blah. It's like you're that, but you got to be ready to face it. Like, you got to be ready to face the fact that you call Russell Wilson corny and you're like, I don't understand what's uh, a future is such an asshole. I said, because the dude you're calling corny is actually a good dude. <laughs> but what did the, the hyper masculine, crazy, not one dimensional thing you rather work with? But the thing is, just, the thing yeah. is also, we have to get to the point where people can just exist in their various forms. Like, yes. you, could, you could also. We have to get to the point where even somebody can exist and be hyper masculine, yes. and it not be harmful. That's where we right. have to try to fix. Like, and I think that can happen. And yeah. f- funny enough, I think weirdly, correct me if I'm wrong here, because I'm not a woman. I think that's why a lot of women see when they look at like The Rock or like Jason Momoa, because those Samoan men they carry this really hyper masculine, caveman type thing, but a softness also. And I think that's just mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's. Long story short, Sam, yeah, good questions. Girl, keep doing your research, girl. Men are very complicated. And when you figure out how complicated are, you going to be like, what the fuck? Well, I've always yes. approached men yes. and talked to them in the way that I speak to women. And some, yeah. well, a lot of them appreciate it. And then some don't because they were trained not to. Like, I remember mm-hmm. being told, like, never, not to tell a guy, oh, you can't use the word beautiful to describe a man. I'm like, why not? Because I always tell mm. Yeah, Somebody so told you that? So beautiful. And they're like, oh, we can't call a guy beautiful. Why not? Yeah, Why but not? I guess they're beautiful. Because, because imagine so. how a, um, people, how much guys would appreciate it because they don't get those type of comments. Like, you know, I just think it would start to change people, um, the perception of like how to see themselves yeah. as somebody who can be soft, but, who can take in gentle language. Yeah. But let's be honest, there's a lot of men that are beautiful, what you can want to stereotypically consider beautiful, that have the features that are beautiful. There are men that are handsome. There are men that are sexy that are not beautiful. There are men that are beautiful that are not sexy. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know? it's the same thing with women, right? There's yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. There's some very handsome women. There's some handsome fucking women. You'd be like, you'd be like, I don't think she's beautiful. I think she's fucking handsome. Right. Yeah, like Hillary Swank. Right. Always oh, struck me. Handsome right. woman. A handsome woman. Yeah. Like, let's take, for example, Iman and Grace Jones are both ones, two of the most stunning women, but they have two completely different looks. Yeah. You know, one has a very soft, very, quote unquote, womanly, da, da, da. you could, you would consider beautiful. And then the mm-hmm. one has like a queen look, you know, I would never say, Grace, oh, you're beautiful. I look at Grace Jones like a bitch. This, that's next level. That's like, what is that? Like, you know what? <laughs> it's like, 
who looks yeah. like that? <laughs> who looks like that? And so I think that men need to understand that. So when you say when you say beautiful, you're like actually saying like I'm looking at you. I don't think you're handsome. I think you're beautiful. It's different. <laughs> beauty, yes. You know. Yeah, I just you know I just talk to people like every, I just try to treat people like how I think I would want them to be treated and how I would want to be treated. Before yeah. we go to this real quick, can I just make a quick suggestion for yeah, Sam? Of course. Sam, can you please, the next time you're on the show, can you just uh, have another segment like this? Can this be your segment? Just <laughs> call you out there. No, I just thought it was wonderful. That question. Sam's you know, no, no. Yeah, just kind of get, yeah. <laughs> no, just mail questions about men. I think that would be a good thank you. I think that'd be a well, good I, one. You know, I genuinely don't have that many. I was just very curious about. <laughs> This one particular thing about right. guys that I've always felt like I had, was my blind spot. I don't know that much about it. <laughs> now you can explain your girlfriend's like, oh, no, no, honey, he must have low-hanging balls. He probably posts his date back. You can explain the whole science to your friends now. Be like, oh, no, girl, he's a, he goes to the left with his dick and then he posts. <laughs> I know that y'all, well, I don't know about y'all because you're coming from a different, like, um, I know with, like, um, heterosex, the balls are tend to be neglected because it's not just, it's not put into, like, the front forefront yeah the focus yeah forefront of heterosex well, let me tell you right now girl if you want to do something nasty bitch get yourself a good pair of acrylic nails go towards the Pacifico <laughs> crevice if for those of you i know that's the the, 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 the space between the, uh, the balls the and, grundle, and ass, the grundle the grundle yeah. yeah girl and just run your nails from there uh across the balls and up <laughs> baby <laughs> All right, I'll try it. I'll report back next week. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call us and be like, you motherfucking ass. <laughs> what you tell my woman? I'll be like, we're just... She, I said she was curious. She was trying to make sure you was okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I wow. see. Now we're flapping. Sam. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, lesson for the week, y'all. Get some acrylic nails. and <laughs> <laughs> You move over your man's balls. <laughs> It's not me. It's the, it's the edible talking. Sorry. I believe you. Um, we're going to blame the drugs. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. We're going to go into our second music break. So um, just think a little bit. So we're going to do, we're going to start with um, Butter by BTS featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Um, we're going to do the new Rina Sawayama a song called Enter Sandman. And we're going to oh, follow up brand with uh, Chung Ha and Rehab with Dream of You. Um, Wait, question. Yes. Is Enter the Sandman a Metallica like cover? I don't know actually. Because that's an original Metallica song. Yeah. Let's see. We'll, we'll no, I, Enter is Sandman. This... Yes, I think that is Metallica. Well, yes, right? I think yes, I think yeah. Be... Well, let's see what she does. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Everyone. Well, enjoy. You listen to Queer City of Mind. I'm Radio Free Brooklyn, not live. And enjoy your music break. It's the hot girl coach and BTS Smooth like butter Like a criminal undercover Don't pop like trouble Breaking into your heart like that Ooh. Cool shade stunner Yeah, owe it all to my mother High like summer Yeah, making you sweat like that Break it down Ooh, when I look in the mirror I'm not too hard to do I got the superstar glow So So 
smooth like the car I ride. Even your best party planner couldn't catch this vibe. Big boss, and I make a hater stay on their job. And I be on these girls' necks like the back of their box. Houston's finest in the room with bouses. Make them all get ratchet in their suits and blouses. I remember writing flows in my room in college. Now I need global entry to the shows I'm rocking. Smooth like cocoa butter, my drip more than a puddle. They know that I'm the way. Take over every summer. They must be giving Stevie if they ever had to wonder. Cause every beat I get on get turned into Hubba Bubba. Step right left to Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the moon right beneath, baby. Know that I got the heat. Let me show you, cause talk is cheap. A sex step right left to Murphy. Get it? Let it roll. Get it? Let it I'm the next guy. Got that right body and the right mind. Rolling up the party, got the right vibes. Smooth like butter, haters, Fresh boy, pull up and we lay low. All the players get moving with the bass flow. Go on me, why behind us when we say show? Let's go.
Back to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn, not live. You can find us anywhere you listen to your uh, shows. You can uh, find us on any of your podcast applications. Uh, you can like, rate, and subscribe to us. Leave a five-star review. Or you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Queer State of Mind and listen to our entire archive there at the bottom of the page. Um, what did you think of that music break? Uh, I thought that was cute. I took, that was interesting, man, from uh, um, Metallica. Yeah, and Sam were, me and Sam were right. I was like, "Wait, yeah, that was Metallica." Yeah, I like that 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 exists. Um, but yeah. now that like, damn, we should have a Metallica music break next time. 
Well, Sam, you know what? What you should do is, uh, let me see. I got to look at a calendar, but the next time we do a, a, a show, you can just send the music. Okay. You know, you can always do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, been a while. Eight. Yeah. Just pick eight, eight, eight songs. You know, uh-huh. one, one, uh, one featured, one throwback, then, you know, break music. However yeah. you want. I'm down for Metallica. That'd be cute. I was like a version, like I was, I was jamming when it was, we get to Metallica and Megadeth girl. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) no, we're such nineties kids, but yeah, yeah, we could totally do like rock bands that defined our generation. Yeah. If you want to go real crazy, we can go to Guar, but uh, that might just be a little bit much. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Corgan's voice. Yeah. I mean, I love Smashing Pumpkins. But Billy Corgan's voice was just like grating. I can't do it. I cannot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, look, now we don't want to think. But Sam, well, can I just say again, Sam, thank you for making that last segment so crazy. I was like, that <laughs> is one of the best segments I've ever had. Because it just Yeah, I was texting my boyfriend, like, I learned so much about balls. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your balls. You said oh, one but... more question. Okay. One more question. <laughs> That was funny. That was that really was, good. No, I love a curious cat, honey. I love a curious yes. cat. <laughs> oh, no, a curious cat. You know what? Not a hooker. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so you know, we have a few more minutes left before we finish the show. Um, just wanted to talk to y'all about like TV shows. What's everyone watching? I'm gonna say I uh like real half life of Salt Lake City just came on. And oh, I'm I'm still catching up to the housewives. Like I just oh, the Potomac, girl, and Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, Ooh, Beverly Hills, everything. Damn, <laughs> Beverly Hills is must see Ratchet TV. Yes, it's oh my it, god, it's, it's must see Ratchet. It's Ratchet TV. I like love and hip hop. People are like, what the fuck? Are you, these bitches are doing too much. <laughs> they are doing too much all the time. <laughs> They're so time. dramatic. Yeah, she said they spent the money, bitch. They spent the money. <laughs> Gone. I love Garcelle. Yes. Of course, of course, she's one of our country women, you know, beautiful. Not just because of Haitian like connection, but she's yeah. like, to me, she represents like what the audience is feeling. I feel like yeah. she says what we all, like, what we all. Right. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. She is. She's very, very elegant and all of that. Garcelle, also, she's like, she's very much like, yeah, like this is some bullshit. Like, whoop. yeah, yeah. And she honestly, she brought, she brought a whole big black fan base of Beverly Hills that weren't there before. And now everybody's like, I mean, I love everybody. Like, Beverly Hills has been around. I said, Beverly Hills has been ratchet for years. Yeah, I, said, don't you know about, I said, these bitches, uh, they, they, they are the ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't play. There's Remember, always the drama. Brandy, the Brandy seasons were yeah. Oh, they had oh. to get rid of The Brandy, Brandy Glen, Glenville season was so bad. It became too ratchet. It became like gutter, like Zeus Network ratchet. No, it was yeah, like she, that. She took it. She took it to the gutter. She took it to the gutter. They were like, Mm-mm, "Bitch, you gotta go. You got okay. This is wow. too much." But yeah, no, I recommend like so. I, I have not watched Salt Lake City before. Salt Lake City is amazing. It's like the third season. So the first episode, because this is not a spoiler. So the first episode of the season, it starts off with that, like with the feds showing up and being like, "We have an arrest warrant." Oh God. It's, oh yeah, it, I've been reading about that whole thing. Like yes. the, scammer, the scammer. Yes. Did you yes. watch last season, right? Mike, I watched last season. I, I didn't right? watch last season of Solid City. No. Watch the whole last season, bitch. You okay. need to watch it. They, they, they're just as bad as Beverly Hills. They carry on. And Miss Jen, <laughs> Miss Jen, you'll see. Miss Jen, she likes to fight. 
And one of them married to the grandpappy. That's why I gotta watch. Yes, that's yeah. the one. Married. That's mm-hmm. the one. She's married to her grandfather because she um, willed to him. Yeah, her step grandfather because yeah, she wouldn't be on the will that she married him. It's a mess, but it's some good TV because it's oh like, yeah, it's Salt Lake. Yes, I remember watch... watching the first couple of season episodes of Salt Lake, and I just couldn't get really into it. But I I love that like the first episode I watched was like Jen Jen and Mary yeah. having a fight because yeah. Mary said that she smelled like a hospital. Said, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo. They still I bring know that exactly up. what the smell is. I know that. I know what she's talking yeah. about. Right. The, the funny thing is, so they're on the, what, like the third season. They still bring up that fight. <laughs> like, it's you know, that's how it is on the Housewives. Yeah. All the franchises. Like, whatever you first fought about, yeah. It's going to be the fight that carries yeah. you through the show for season upon yeah. season. So right. people, please watch the show. Y'all start watching Beverly Hills. Literally, so this was the uh, la- last week episode that had the Dinner from Hell Part 2. They're so dramatic. The Dinner from Hell Part 1 was like season 5. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, girl, no. They, they do so much, girl. The part. And then there was the, the, the infamous girl Amsterdam Dinner. Baby, you can just watch it by yourself out of context. It is the most so good. Glorious thing. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite part. Kyle just yeah. booking it. She can she tell you. It. Girl, Kyle booking at least I ran a brick glass about to cut a bitch's throat. <laughs> no, <laughs> really, for real. Don't ever talk about Harry. She, last Harry time, Hamlin. And Kim, Kim left the girl. She said, shut the fuck up, you beast. Beast, bitch. How dare you? Beast. <laughs> How dare beast. you? Beast. How dare you? How dare you? I'm telling you. So oh my god! No, just just do Amsterdam Five Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You're gonna be like, let's put it this way: the cat meme, the woman pointing at the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes from Beverly That's Hills. That's from Beverly Hills. Oh, oh yeah, okay. girl. They get yeah, turned. Okay. They get turned. But that was from the early seasons. That was yeah, like the early seasons. Season. Yeah, yeah. that's when when Lisa Vanderpump was queen and was like letting all the girls and was in charge of the girls and they didn't even know. Right. That Lisa Vanderpump was like, "Bitch, I'm into all you bitches." It has never been the same without her. Like no, because mm-hmm. can't nobody take nobody. Nobody's a fucking queen. You know what I mean? She was the fucking queen, and she carried herself like a fucking queen. Yeah. And, so, and none of them they'd be fight. She never fought with girls like that. She just like she would set shit up and then just walk out the room. But she <laughs> play, no, she would plant seeds. You would never know it was her because wow. that's what Lisa said. It. She would literally say something to another person, and then just to make sure you overhear it. Wow. And then you would care. Oh yeah. She was good. Yeah, she was. She was a shady one, but like <laughs> I loved her. Yeah. I thought she was fun. She was great TV. Yeah, and she's and she was glamorous. And you know what? She she looked glamorous in white. Yeah. yeah. The rest of them just look like they, they they came to some money. Yeah, they all look very new money, and they act like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we're watching. I'm sorry, we're on the housewife tangent because no, I haven't been able to talk to anybody about Beverly Hills. Cause I'm like, why are people so can't and so these girls over here fighting? What's your shut the fuck up, Sutton? Go ahead, girl. Continue what you were saying. When Sutton laughed in her face, Sutton was like, "What, <laughs> bitch? What?" I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh in your face, girl. She's laughing her face like, "Bitch, what?" There's the confidence that like a woman who's like disgustingly rich has when she carries herself in a room that yeah. has that I enjoy watching on TV. I don't like because it in real life. When that bitch called a meeting, yeah, when she called mm. a meeting of the girl, she called a meeting at the girl, son, and she said, I don't talk to my lawyers. Yes, that one. She said, now, bitch, I have several LLCs. How the fuck you don't know where the money is? Huh? No, girl, I don't know. I just don't. She looked at her like. 
Erica Jade knows what the money is. It's, it's, it's on her ass. It's on her feet. It's on her head. That's what the yeah. money is. It's in her butt. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you attacking me? Why are you all attacking Why? me? Why? Why are you torturing me? Like yeah. that? By the one that's Kathy Hilton. Kathy Hilton is shady as fuck. Kathy Hilton is my fave. After Garcelle, <laughs> she's my second fave. Because she'd be like, because Dory was about to start talking. She's like, she's like, oh, Dory, girl, don't you want to eat first? Before we start talking, <laughs> she did. Like, like, oh, Erica, love you and support you, Erica. Yeah, I'm like, bitch, you're from Connecticut. Why are you talking like this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, y'all. Oh, no, sorry. no, this is great. This is great. We, we will be uh, catching up because I haven't watched the latest episode. And I hear some shit. The shit is still either. going no, on. I mean, I think we should make it a permanent staple of the show. Where we talk about like Real Housewives because I feel like this is just yeah. so good. Like, I'm not only about the white bitches. Like, watcher, I can actually chip into the conversation. I know, girl. It's it's addicting. It's addicting. It, it, it only took a global pandemic. No big deal. <laughs> and now it's like you 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 go in there, and now you so you so caught up with them. It's like your sister. She's like, oh, god damn it. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with Garcelle today, bitch. I can't do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. This has been a, such a great episode. I can't believe it's already been two hours. Yay. <laughs> Time flies. Well, anyway, uh, thanks, everybody. Um, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Say bye, everybody. Bye. bye. bye.